we have just finished the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix in Imola. And boy, was it a bit of a disappointing one, wasn't it? <laughs> this one was a little bit different. We did have a sprint race this weekend, so the format of this video will be a little bit different. I'll do a very quick rundown of quality, a light dusting of the sprint, then we'll get stuck into the good stuff, the race, the Sunday. So let's get stuck straight in to our qualifying. It was a wet, dry quali, so there was plenty of incidents. Five red flags in total, which I think is actually a record for a qualifying. Alex Albon had a rather spectacular tyre blowout. That's one to watch on YouTube if you haven't already. But out in Q1, we did have Albon, Ocon, which was a surprise, Latifi, Gasly and Sonoda. So both AlphaTauris out in Q1. I do fear I may have jinxed Gasly, making him my driver to watch. But that did mean both Aston Martins were into Q2, a great start for them. But out in Q2, we saw Stroll, Joe, Hamilton, Schumacher and Russell, both Mercedes out in Q2 and honestly looking quite slow. Sainz crashed but ended up getting into Q3 due to a previous time, but he would not run again for the session. Vettel in his Aston got into Q3, how about that? He actually ended up in P9 in the end. Quali did end under a red flag, which is never nice to see. Verstappen ended up on pole. Charles Leclerc in P2 and Lando Norris in P3. How about that? Kevin Magnussen got Haas's best qualifying ever for P4. Perez was actually down in P7. A huge shakeup going into the sprint race due to this like dry, wet quali. Now, the sprint race. 21 laps, dry conditions, they just went for it. And straight away, we saw Charles Leclerc take the lead off the line. Verstappen actually had a pretty poor start. We also saw Kevin Magnussen get his elbows out with both Perez and Ricardo, although Perez made a brilliant start, moving up to fifth right away. Both Hamilton and Russell lost places at the start. Hamilton actually went down to P15, but we had a safety car on lap one, as Joe and Gasly came together, Gasly came away with a puncher. Joe is out of the sprint race with damage to his rear wing. He's in the barriers. We got a clean restart after the safety car and we see Alonso and Magnussen gently slide back. Perez actually gets up to third place, taking it from Norris and lap 11. There was great fighting between Magnussen, Ricardo, and Sainz. Sainz moving all the way up the order, he finally gets Norris on lap 19 for P4, making it two Red Bulls and two Ferraris in the top four. That's what we want to see. Verstappen takes the lead again though on lap 20 of 21. It looks like the Ferrari's tyres are gone and Verstappen wins the sprint race and will start on pole for the full race. Leclerc P2, Perez P3. Great race for both Perez and Sainz, recovering from poor qualifications. Now, coming into the full race, it was a damp start, intermediate start, because it had been raining in the morning. However, the rain had stopped, although we were teased throughout the race, weren't we? Dark clouds here, might rain there. But did it ever happen? Well, we'll find out, won't we? It was a tentative start with lots of changes up and down the field. Both Ferraris made very poor starts, Norris and Perez getting past Leclerc, meaning Verstappen P1, Perez P2 and Norris 
P3. Sainz and Ricardo hit each other. Bottas also taps into the back of Ricardo as well. This means Sainz is out. He is beached in the gravel. Ricardo does manage to continue, but we have a safety car deployed on lap one. George Russell was the big mover before that, moving up to sixth place. Schumacher and Alonso also tangled before that safety car as well. Alonso picking up some damage to his car. Schumacher having an off-track moment and going to the back of the grid. We go racing again on lap 5 and Alonso falls instantly down the field due to that damage. He retires later due to that side pod. And we see both Astons actually get up into the points at that stage. It's amazing. Leclerc manages to overtake Norris on lap 8 for third place and now the chase is on. Can he catch the Red Bulls? It's around that time as well we see a brilliant, brilliant fight between Magnussen and Russell. Russell wins out and takes fifth place from Kevin Magnussen. Bottas is sneaking up in his Alfa Romeo on the back of those two as well. It's around this time that everybody's starting to complain about their tyres. They're all looking for the, like, the wet patches on the track because it's getting a bit too dry for the intermediates. And Ricardo, who's of course at the back of the grid due to his shunt earlier, pits for mediums. He's the first one to do so on lap 17. And as soon as everybody starts seeing his times, you know what happens, right? Absolutely everyone dives into the pits over the next two laps. And it's a bit of a mess in the pit lane, honestly. Everybody, all the teams are out. Bottas has a slow stop actually in his pit box. That's a real shame for him and that'll affect him later in the race as we'll see. Ocon manages to get a five second penalty for an unsafe release. He almost hit Hamilton, not quite, but very close. There isn't actually too much movement up and down the field. Because everybody pitted at the same time, they all came out in basically the same positions. Ricardo moved up a few places because he'd pitted early. Vettel also pitted early, so he moved up one or two places as well. Curiously, even though that we're now on the dry tyres, there's a very clear dry line, everything's, you know, dry conditions, the DRS doesn't get turned on. And honestly, it makes it a bit of a boring race. Imola's known for being a hard track to overtake on. And the fact that we don't have the DRS activated means that we enter a period of the race where it's a bit dull, honestly. DRS does finally get activated on lap 34. However, still not much happens, honestly. The cars that are close to overtaking are trapped in DRS trains. For instance, we saw Albon, Gasly and Hamilton have a DRS train for 12th, 13th and 14th. For I think like 10 laps where Hamilton was trying to get past Gasly and Albon was driving well in front of them so nobody could get past each other. It was just a... You know, it was good racing, it was interesting racing, but nobody was getting past each other. It wasn't until lap 50 where things started to heat up again. Leclerc came in and pitted for a soft tyre. He dropped behind Norris for fourth place initially, but it looked like he'd be going for the fastest lap. Maybe it gets him closer to Perez. We'll wait and see. Perez, of course, did pit to cover Leclerc off. But it looked like the plan had worked for Leclerc, honestly. He managed to take third place back from Norris. Obviously, he's on a much faster tyre, so it was very easy for him. He had the fastest lap, and he was closing in on Perez. At this point, Verstappen literally came on the radio and said, Don't leave me out. <laughs> so, so he pitted from first. So all three are now on a shootout for the fastest lap on the soft tyres. And Leclerc, very, very close to Perez. He's getting DRS. 
he has the chance to take second place. However, he makes a mistake when chasing Perez and he's off, hits the barrier on lap 53. Only 10 laps to go and he's hit the barrier. He pits to fix up his front wing to get some new tires on. That drops him down to ninth. He's lucky to be able to continue and he does continue, but down in ninth. So you know what? This promotes Lando Norris in the McLaren into third place. He's on for a podium. This also settles the Red Bulls right down because, of course, they're now out in front with no challengers. The rest of the action for us in the remaining six laps comes between Bottas and Russell. Yes, the two that crashed rather spectacularly at this race last year are at it again. They don't crash this time. Actually, no place change happens. But Bottas is harrying Russell for that fourth spot. It was quite entertaining. But at the end, Verstappen wins a very, very dominant race. He also takes the fastest lap, a grand slam for him. But not only that, Red Bull get a 1-2. Their first 1-2, and I couldn't believe this stat, their first 1-2 since 2016. That's crazy, isn't it? I would have thought they'd been better since then. But wow. A Red Bull 1-2 in Ferrari's backyard in Italy. That's a statement of intent. Norris comes home in third. A McLaren podium. Who would have thought that after the first race of the season? We're only on race four. What a turnaround that's been for McLaren. Great races for Russell and Bottas as well. Russell, obviously, they admit that the Mercedes is not good this year. He's managed to get a fourth place for them. Bottas in his Alpha I do still think that Alpha is a good car and he comes home in fifth to prove it. Leclerc recovers to sixth place, but that's not what he would have wanted. You have to feel for Bottas. He might have been able to fight for a podium, you know. If it wasn't for his slow stop, which I said we'd come back to, we're now here. If he didn't have that slow stop, he could have been challenging Norris for that third place. Now that would have been interesting. Further down, we have points for Aston Martin. Congratulations, Aston Martin. A brilliant race for them. In what has been overall a pretty good weekend for them, honestly, getting into Q3, a good sprint, and now a final finish of 8th and 10th. Not only points, double points. Well done, Aston. At the end of the day, though, it was kind of boring for the positions that mattered. Nobody challenged Verstappen. He had a very lonely race. Nobody challenged Norris either. He had a bit of a lonely race, but they picked up good results for their teams. And this is exactly what Red Bull will have wanted for their championship fight, right? It looked like it was slipping away. They'd had too many mechanical problems. And now they come to Italy, Ferrari's backyard, where Ferrari can only score a sixth place and a DNF and get a 1-2. A massive swing which puts them right back in the thick of things. From a race point of view, wasn't the most thrilling, but from a championship point of view, things are back on and things are interesting again. What did you guys think of the race? Did you have the same problems with it that I did? And what are you thinking about the championship situation now? Let me know in the comments or over on social media and I will catch you in the next one.